This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Bring it up a little bit more. For the legend. Louder. Louder! R.I.P. Tragic death of DMX. Horrible. Hate to see it, hear it. Terrible thoughts go out to him and his family. April 29th, boys. You know what that magical little date is? It's 20 days from now. But you know what that is? It's the draft. It's day one of the NFL draft, baby. We've been talking about it for a long time. Thursday, sit in front of that TV, crack a beer. The best draft, without question, out of any league. Just bar none. I don't even want to hear. You're trying to think. You're trying to think of how Jacob behind the glass right there is trying to think about how he can slide in an NBA draft take. No, get out of here with that garbage. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. NFL draft is a spectacle unlike any other. It's almost watched more than other sporting events actual games. I mean, like a regular season hockey game isn't getting watched as much as the NFL draft is. It's one of the best days of the year for NFL fans, and it's always just such an inspiration of hope for teams that are picking in the top 10 because you had such a crappy season last year. But even though maybe the players your team's going to pick as a bust, at least the superstars from the college season that you watched before are now on yeah. your team. And like I said, you have that hope. So we're going to go through the entire first round of the NFL draft uh, as it stands right now. No trades because that just makes things way too complicated. I know that the Falcons are rumored to be shopping that number four pick right now. And if you want to take a listen to a lot of our analysis about that, you can take uh, a gander at one of our other podcasts from earlier this week at Steelers.com or Steelers Standards on Apple or Spotify. But no trades for the sake of this exercise, so we'll assume that the Falcons stand pat at number four. Who wants to captain this ship? Me. Who wants to- okay. I kind of wanted to, but I guess whatever <laughs> Kelly can do it. He said me first. I'll be the skipper. No. I'll be second in command. No, you can sweep the poop deck. That's what you can do. <laughs> All right, Kellen, I don't think we need to really talk much about the first pick here. I, I think that no. that's a slam dunk. The Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock, and they're going to take... Be Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah, of course they're going to take Trevor Lawrence. There's not going to be any drama. I... Maybe there will be one moment where we're all watching the draft on Thursday and we have this <gasps> hold our breath moment when the Jaguars make the pick, but I don't, don't think there's going to be any drama here at all when no. it comes to number one overall. No, I don't either. Yeah, we're going Trevor Lawrence, number one. Typically every year, the w- number one is almost undisputed. Almost. Sometimes you get a little surprised there, Maybe. like Reggie Bush and Mario Williams. Remember everybody being surprised about that? Reggie Bush wasn't the number one overall. That's pick. what I mean. But everybody was like, "Oh, Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush, Reggie Bush," and then it was. I didn't think it was going to be Reggie Bush. Okay, so. yeah, okay, I'm sure. Number two, the New York Jets on the clock, probably going to go quarterback here. If all signs yeah. point, if all rumors seem to be true, as far as you know, what people are reporting, uh, Zach Wilson seems to be the front runner. I, I do think they're going to take Zach Wilson. I, I think that he has kind of separated himself as the clear cut. Number three quarter, or excuse me, number three, Whoa. number two quarterback in this draft class, not in the class of Trevor Lawrence, but separating himself from Justin Fields and Trey Lance. So, if I were to vote, and we can take it to a vote, if not, but I'm thinking Zach Wilson yeah. here for the Jets. I think it's going to be Wilson too. Again, we've talked about this a lot. We think the first three picks for sure are going to be quarterbacks, and again, all signs indicate that it's going to be Zach Wilson um, to the Jets. 
Yeah. No, no objection there, Jake. No, I you mean, want to throw Kellen Mond in there, maybe out of no, I out mean, of left field. Nope. I mean, wh- who was it? Chris Sims might throw Kellen Mond's name out there, but not us. All right, we're going with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson to the Jets. Number three, the San Francisco 49ers. And Kellen, like you said, they traded up to get to this point. And that leads us to believe that there are going to be three straight quarterbacks taken at this pick. The question, though, and Which this one? is what's going to get Which interesting. Which of the three guys is it going to be? I think it's either – I don't know if it's a three-horse race. I think, I think it's, it's a two? Justin Fields and a Trey Lance race right now. And I saw an interesting note that Justin Fields is going to have a second pro day yeah. because due to a scheduling conflict, Shanahan and Lynch, the GM and coach for the Niners, weren't able to attend his first pro day. So. Isn't there another quarterback that's doing that too? I'm or? not sure, but we're talking about Justin Fields right now, and he is definitely doing that. And that just shows me that they want to see this guy up close and personal because they're leaning towards him, I think, as far yeah. as their thought process. It uh, is Trey Lance who also is scheduled a second pro with day. With the Niners? Uh, I don't know, but it's April nineteenth, so only like a week before the draft. Maybe he like did that as like a as a counter, like oh you get a second pro day, no I get a second pro. It day is too. for the same. It is for the Niners. Uh, so see now 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 we're back I, in the same boat. I personally think that it's going to be Trey Lance. So do I. Three. Really? I really do. Okay. Um, I like it, guys. This you want to go with it? Yeah. No, two out of three. Okay. Say Trey Lance. We'll go with Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. Okay. Trey Lance number three, and this is that would be the first like spicy meatball of the draft. I think I, I think Justin Fields dropping past them uh, at three and being kind of that fourth quarterback that now has to float in purgatory for a couple of picks. That's where I think things get a little interesting because I thought for a long time it was going to be Trey Lance that was going to be the one that might float right. towards the end of the top ten, but. No, I I like what you guys are, are throwing down there. I'm picking it up. I, I think there is a chance that Trey Lance jumps in there, and we'll take him at number three. That means the Atlanta Falcons are on the board at number four, and like I mentioned previously, there are rumors that they are shopping this pick, so they might not last number four too long. Now Justin Fields is sitting there, though. No. No? no. You don't think that that's— You guys made the case the other day for Matt Ryan and how checking. he's a top-ten quarterback. He's he a borderline is. Hall of Famer. He is. I'm just checking. I'm just checking no, the temperature. They're of the not. Room still. They're not going quarterback. I mean, them trying to shop it tells you that they're not going quarterback. So I guess that you know the question needs to be asked: Where are they going to go? Um, for me, I mean, if you're sitting at four and you can't get um, that number four pick out of your you know hands, you can't give it to somebody else. I think you take the best player on the board. And a lot of people seem to think that Kyle Pitts is the second best player in the draft, regardless of position. Um, I think it'd be pretty hard to pass on that guy if you're sitting at four and you have a chance to draft Kyle Pitts. Uh, see, it's it's Pitts or Sewell. If, yeah, if this is how the draft is playing out with Lawrence, Wilson, and Lance going one, two, and three. Uh, I would take Pitts, too, although it's pretty attractive to get that offensive tackle in there for it the is. end of Matt Ryan's career as well as the next quarterback's career, most likely yeah. with Sewell having a long and healthy career in the NFL as one of the best tackles if he can reach his potential. But, I mean, if Matt Ryan's going to be around, they have the chance to get an, another high pick next couple – however okay. much longer. get the hell out of here. Not, <laughs> that's not even close to a for-sure thing. It How many times happen. has Matt Ryan won four or five games in a season? He's Thrice? been to a Super Bowl. Thrice? I mean, throw some respect there. It's tough, though, for me if I'm sitting in this spot as the GM of the Falcons yeah. because there's to so many on weapons Sewell. on that offense already that what if we just got to boost the offensive line? I think the right move might be to take Sewell, but I think the Falcons would take Pitts in this I think spot. You got, I, think the, I think they would take Pitts, but I would take Sewell. I agree. 
I think uh, so. I guess we're going in their mindset, we're going right? Pits, yeah, yeah, we're They're going to take Pitts, which means that the next pick, number no five, are the Bengals. No brainer. No brainer. They it's take Penny Sewell. They don't yep. even wait before. The commissioner leaves the podium from yeah. announcing the Falcons pick before he has to turn back around to yep. make the Bengals pick. Now that leaves the Dolphins. They could use some offensive line help for sure. Rashawn Slater would be there. But the three top wide receivers in this class are here. I know Devontae Parker is a good wide receiver. If you can pair him with one of these guys who becomes elite and becomes a number one, then all of a sudden you got a really nice receiving core for the Miami Dolphins. I would take Jamar Chase out of LSU. I know that that's a little hot takey because he's the one that didn't play last year. And it's kind of all just based on, you know, what they saw before he decided to sit out. With Joe Burrow, too. Exactly. Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith, of course, uh, winning the Heisman Trophy, being the best wide receiver in college football last year. That's attractive. But I, I would take Jamar Chase. I, I know he took that year off, and it's a little uh, questionable, but – you saw what he did with Joe Burrow when he was at LSU. and The question is, is Tua going to be able to get him the ball like Joe Burrow did? Probably not, but that's still a weapon I want to have in front of Tua Tagovailoa. So you want to you want to say your votes Jamar Chase? I would vote Jamar Chase, but I mean I think any of the three wide receivers any are right them, to yeah. go here. I don't yeah. really care which one. I don't think you can go wrong either way. I mean Chase is the best available one according to the Pro Football Network's mock draft. So I guess let's just go with the top Not, guy. And I don't know. They they think you said about, Jamar Chase was <clears throat> okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm cool with that. They think about Rashawn Slater, I think, but I think that the talent at wide receiver is yeah. too much. If Sewell were to somehow get past the Bengals, if the Bengals did a Bengals thing and take a Jamar Chase <laughs> or, or something like that, then maybe the Dolphins take Sewell. Just because I mean the ba- the Dolphins would be pulling a Bengals if the Dolphins passed on Sewell after Cincinnati. Exactly. Would. So I don't think any of that happens. So we're cool with taking Jamar Chase. I'm yeah. cool with taking so Chase. The, yeah. The Dolphins go wide receiver. Now it's Detroit at number seven, and another spot after you pass Ryan, Burrow, and Tua, you get a chance at maybe getting picked if you're Justin Fields at this point now. Where maybe. Maybe they want to get a rookie quarterback in behind Jared Goff. Do they want to go offensive line? I actually would lean towards another wide receiver if I was the Detroit Lions. They don't really have a, a true number one. Because they lost Kenny now. They don't have a true number one threat. After I don't Kenny even know who their number is. I don't even know who their next guy up is, because didn't they lose? Didn't they lose Golden Tate to the Giants last year? A couple years, last year or two years ago, yeah. So I, I don't know either. Forgive us for not having such great <laughs> knowledge on the Detroit Lions wide receiving core, but that's why I think that it's a good idea to improve that wide receiving core. And follow me on this one. You're Detroit. You are a laughing stock. You need yeah. a little bit of positive PR. You're going I would Devontae take Devontae Smith, Smith just so you could bring it. the Heisman Trophy guy in okay. and kind of market it as, you know, the Heisman is here. He look at all the records that he threatened to break or did break in college. You know, you can kind of spin him as maybe the next Larry Fitzgerald-esque kind of receiver. Like, mm-hmm. everybody says the best part about Devontae Smith is his route running and just how precise he is and how sure-handed he is. So... I would think that they, maybe the Lions, it would be a good idea to take Devontae Smith at this point because I think they'd go wide receiver. Yeah, I think I think they'd probably go wide receiver too. And, again, it's either going to be Waddle or Smith, but I understand the idea of – I mean, because one of those two is probably going to fall. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to be taken as high or, you know, Smith being the Heisman Trophy winner, a little bit of, uh, you know, hindsight or I guess what's the – 
word I'm looking for? Like it happened recency bias. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm cool with taking Devontae Smith there. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a crapshoot between him and Waddle, but if you guys want to go Smith, I'll go Smith. Carolina Panthers on the clock at eight. They said that they were not ruling out making a move at the quarterback position. I could still see him taking one. But oh my gosh! I, that'd be see, so I was going to say I think that they just said that just to you oh, know, you, keep yeah. teams maybe on That's edge, fair. maybe keep the door. maybe force a team to make a move that they weren't to ready jump to up make. in front yeah. of the Panthers just to you know make them feel a little bit uh, more uncomfortable. I'd go defense here if I'm Carolina. I think um, you go corner if you're Carolina. I was Patrick thinking, Sertain. I was yeah. thinking Patrick Sertain. Uh, I mean, he's the he's well. the best defensive player available, nonetheless. Cornerback, and you know, you want to talk about maybe taking Rashawn Slater, and I guess you could pair him opposite of Taylor Moten, but they just brought Taylor Moten back, I believe, on the franchise tag, so they have a lot of faith in him at the tackle position, so they're good there. So yeah, I, I think Patrick Sertan, the first defensive player, gets off the board at number eight. Yeah. Panthers and the Panthers uh, are going to try to build that defense back up when they have. Good weapons on the offense around Sam Darnold already with a pretty good offensive line in front of him. So I'm cool with Sertan. Yep, that's where we're going. Patrick Sertan. Patrick Sertan goes to the Panthers. Number nine is the Denver Broncos. I think they stand packed with Drew Locke. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think that they're going to make a move. I think they do it for one more year. Yeah. Uh, Micah Parsons is someone that I'm kind of circling here in Denver. I would say Micah Parsons or Caleb Farley. Or Rashawn Slater. I could see them taking okay. an offensive tackle as well. And Who's their running back? Refresh. It's, it's, it's Philip not, Lindsay. But didn't they bring in – oh, they had Melvin Gordon. They did have Melvin Gordon. Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon would be their two running backs, so they're fine at running back. Yeah. No, I'm just saying how much, how much do those guys need help? Like, do they need a lot of help? I don't know what the state of the Denver. They're not taking Jalen Waddle. No, they're not going to they go wide no, receiver. No, no, no. They're they're about as set as wide for wide receiver as any team can be. I think it comes down to J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina, or like you said, Tom Micah Parsons. I think I would take Micah Parsons. I mean, yeah. you've got Alexander Johnson and you got Josie Jewell as your inside linebacker. Yeah, that could use a pretty nice big shot in the arm. So, all right, I'm cool. It's with a bit Parsons. of a reach for them at number nine, but no, I don't think so. I'm I'm just saying as far as where he is on the big board, but he is the best linebacker available in this draft. So I, I'm cool with the Broncos taking Micah Parsons. Okay, Broncos take Micah Parsons. Who knows Parsons. if they will, but I think that that's a smart pick for them. Yeah. Rounding out the top 10, the Dallas Cowboys picking at number 10. You know Jerry Jones loves talent. They lost one of their top cornerbacks to the Bengals, if I'm correct, right? Was that the team who took Awuzie away from them? Mm-hmm. I think they go replacement JC corner Horn. and they take J.C. Horn okay. out of South Carolina. Just seems to be the obvious move. You lose a corner, you bring one right bring back one in with the in, top right. ten pick in the draft, and hopefully he can slate in and be a starter right away. So I would take him there. All right, I'm yeah. cool with that. You cool, cool with, with J.C. That? Horn? Yep. Yeah. Now I think is where Rashawn Slater goes. New York Giants, the Giants. New York Giants picking Give at Daniel Jones 11 right now. Yeah. Definitely need some help there. Uh, don't need wide receiver help. They had breakout performance at the wide receiver position last year, so not too worried about him. His name is escaping me too right now. I see you thinking about that right now. Oh, well, they just got Kenny Galladay. They just got Kenny Galladay, but hold on one second. Phil, Phil, fill the air. Well, I, I have up no idea who this kid's chart. name is. But I, so it's going to hit us like a ton of bricks when we hear because uh, he was all over the field last year for them. I don't know who you're talking uh, about. The linebacker. 
No, he's talking about Darius a wide receiver. Slayton. Oh. Darius Slayton had a Darius big Darius Slayton did not have like a, oh my gosh, how can we forget Darius Slayton's name he type of year? He had a big time year last year for a rookie. I don't think it's a, a how could we forget Darius Slayton's name no, type of year, is. though. It is. I feel like we're experts on football and we should Because I was trying to think, Slayton okay, I, I mean, Saquon went down, but who came to fill in for him, not even at the running back position, but just to keep the offense somewhat moving and i i was he's not a rookie he's a second year guy he had 751 yards last year oh my gosh how can we forget 751 yards okay you want him to take a wide receiver no then shut up they're taking rashawn they're taking rashawn slater they just got kenny galladay and they have darius slayton don't they have golden tate too no they don't have golden tate i don't know why i thought that because you're an idiot ah they do have sterling shepherd though Eagles at 12. This is a tough pick for them. They got to go wide receiver, right? Right, because they, they, were, they were throwing out practice squad guys last year. And there's no one else really on the board that they would take over him. So I would is say Jalen. One, is that the only guy we have left, Jalen Waddle? As far as the top three, three wide three? receivers? Yeah. All right. Yeah, but there still is potential for a wide receiver to go in the first round with Rashad Bateman. So Jalen Waddle goes to the Eagles at number 12. The Chargers picking at number 13. We know they're not taking a quarterback. So Justin Fields, boys, still floating around this NFL draft yeah. as we work our way towards the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Well, it's just based off of need, right? None of those exactly. teams that we went through if he needed. falls past the Lions, the Panthers, and if no one trades up to the Falcons. No, they, the Lions don't need him, though. It's it's a it's a toss up with Denver. I think the could, Lions could take him though. Could Denver take him? I think the Lions definitely could take they him. They just so. got Jared Goff. What are I you talking about? Jared Goff. He doesn't do nothing nothing for me. Justin Fields not going to the Chargers. Christian Darisaw? Is this a spot yeah. where maybe he could land? Yeah. Najee Harris. Is this a sleeper spot for maybe Najee no, Harris? No, because I think they have out. a great back in Austin Eckler. And then whoever his back was when he went down with injury basically didn't skip a beat when he had to come in and start. So I think they're good at running back. Uh, maybe. Don't need an edge rusher. So Aziz Ajulari out of Georgia probably won't go here. I think this is Darisaw. I think maybe Darisaw too. Yeah, I'm cool I, with I it. I agree with that. You got to invest heavily in your offensive line when you have a young stud quarterback like Justin Herbert. Minnesota Vikings are on the clock now. I can't think of a team that has – all the pieces on the offense, like the Minnesota Vikings, that just they are pretty set together. offensively. So I think this is Defense. a defensive pick. I would maybe pick Aziz Ajulari, get that nice edge rush presence. He's the number one edge rusher in this class. Uh, or you could go with Koromoa out of Notre Dame as an inside linebacker. Yeah, but I, I would go with Ajulari and really help okay. that pass rush out if I was the Minnesota Vikings. Sure. Oh, yeah. Edge rusher there for Minnesota. Is this it? Now New England. Is this on it? On the clock with Justin Fields. I still think there's a chance that they don't go Justin Fields here, though. And call me crazy about that. I just think that Belichick brought Cam Newton back for a reason. Although maybe if he is sitting at 15. Was it in a one-year deal? And if they don't trade up for the Falcons pick yeah. and he's sitting there, it might just be too good to be true. So I actually think Justin Fields would go here. Yeah. You are just case. too good to be true. Justin Fields. You take Justin Fields too. Yeah. I yeah. think you have to. I think Belichick I was not convinced be. at all by the Cam Newton signing that that's their guy. I think Justin Fields, if he's there is going to go at number also 15. to consider with, uh, with the assumption that the Niners will go with Trey Lance. 
I mean, Which Jimmy Garoppolo could could leave before the draft, and a very likely destination for him is New England. Even if he did that, would you still think they might pull the trigger on Fields? So if, if you're saying there? if New England had Jimmy Garoppolo and Gamble, they would fell still to 15. I mean, that's so tough to pass up if you're New England. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, why not? Because I'm not sold on on Newton, but I'm not any more sold on Jimmy G. Arizona Cardinals. Are we deciding then? Yeah, I think Justin okay. Fields is going to yeah. go. Arizona Cardinals picking at number 16. Christian Barmore, the defensive tackle out of Alabama, is interesting to me because they definitely don't need – they needed something on that defensive side of the football. Their identity is completely offensive. I think this is the first running back to go. Oh, This could be. You think so? They got rid of Kenyon Drake. They right. do have Edmonds, though. I, I don't, actually – But, like, would you rather Edmonds or Najee Harris? That's a good point, but I'm just saying. It is probably the right move to start building up the defensive identity, but the coach – Cliff Kingsbury yeah, is, is so offensive. offensive. Jacob's yeah. right. I think they go running back here, and I think it's going to be Najee Harris. I yeah, think it's the best I'm cool one with off that. the board. Okay. I'm not. I'm not cool with it because I want him to be there at least as an option for the Steelers at 24. But I think I think the Cardinals are definitely a, it's a likely move. Yeah. Uh, one team that won't need a running back is the team that took Kenyon Drake from the Cardinals, and they're picking right after them at number 17. The Oakland Raiders. Always a chance that there's going to be a lot of speed when it comes to Oakland and what they're going to do. I keep saying Oakland. Why didn't anybody correct me? Vegas. Yeah. I re- Vegas Raiders love that speed. Love that speed. Uh, they need help on defense. They don't need a wide receiver, so no. they should not take Rashad Bateman. I would probably take Jeremiah Wusi koromoa out of Notre Dame. He's an inside linebacker that it's right around here where he's projected to go yeah, I'm cool in with the that. draft. and. Uh, they need linebacker help too. They, so they definitely do. The, I mean, this is a team that just two years ago I think went out and tried to get Vontez Burfix. They to did short up their inside <laughs> and was only on the court. field for about three games. Then they also tap into Brandon Marshall, the ex Denver Bronco, mm-hmm. for a little bit as well. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That they was got, a long time ago. I would go. That's like 2012, I think. Oh. Brandon Marshall. You're thinking of the wide receiver. receiver. I'm talking about the linebacker. Oh, I am thinking wide yeah, receiver. Brandon, Brandon Marshall, Marshall, the linebacker. But he was also on the Dolphins for a time after his stints elsewhere. And the Dolphins are picking next in the mock draft after the Raiders go linebacker. This is the first team to have two first-round picks pop up for them. The Jags will have Did we decide on Coramora for mm-hmm. the Raiders? Yeah, yeah, I think they're going to go linebacker. Best okay. one on the board at Coramora. Uh Dolphins picking here. We said that they back. took Jamar Chase, wide receiver, with their number six overall pick. Uh, see, I think it's going to go defensive side of the Could ball. Could be. I think, it, yeah. I think. I like Christian Barmore. I was just going to say, I think that Christian Barmore is going to be really attractive, and I think that they're going to pull the trigger. I think Flores is going to really because I think pull even without Anaja Harris. Well, I guess at this point it'd be it. Travis Etienne or Javante Williams. I think their offense is in good hands, if especially if they went with Jamar Chase with their uh, six overall pick. Yeah, I'm cool with Barmore. I don't see them scrambling to get. I think a Flores back is an old school guy too. Like stop the run is really important right. to him. So I, Flores is is a traditional type of of coach, and I think traditional type of coaches understand the importance of defense more so than like Cliff Kingsbury, and that's why he went running back rather than getting. Christian Barrymore, who we said could have helped Arizona. Number 19, the Washington football team, now on the board. Mac Jones potential here, potential landing spot for Maybe. Mac Jones getting could picked be. in the first round. 
Uh, you I know, feel like if you, you bring know Ron in... Rivera is a big defensive guy though yeah. too. That defense is so great up front. Does he go with Greg Newsom the second out of Northwestern and and get a nice playmaking cornerback? Yeah, well, there? we know they don't need any help up front. So I would say for sure the only guy I would really consider for them is Newsom because we know how good their front four is. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know fair. if. If maybe Justin Fields were to sneak past the Patriots and he was there at 19, yeah, maybe. he'd probably take him then. But I think he's going to roll the dice with Fitzpatrick this year. Yeah, I think And he will. I think that he'll use this as an opportunity to draft Newsom as to help that secondary and Here's my really thing. add to the levels of that defense. He he if Newsom pans out and this is the pick that they make, they could have from the front to the back one of the best defenses in the NFL soon, yeah. real soon. Yeah. Chicago Bears picking at number two. Could this 20. be Mac Jones? Could it be Mac Jones? I don't think so. I, I think Matt. Nagy's, I would rather have I think Mac Matt Jones looks at Mac than Andy Jones. I, I would too, but I think he looks at Mac Jones and he just like looks like Mitch Trubisky to Matt Nagy, and he's just like, I'm not going down this road. Is again. it Matt Nagy the one who took Mitch Trubisky? No, exactly. He is, but the guy hates him ever since he took him. Like he's well, made because it like he his knew fault it's that because he knew he made the biggest mistake in recent draft history, and this might be the second one. I'm not saying no. It would you be. can't because 19 isn't the same at or 20 or whatever wherever we are right now. 20 isn't the same as two. It's not the same, and you're not passing up Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Those guys already went, and Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson. I would take Quiddy Pay, the edge rusher out of Michigan. I would take an edge sure, rusher. Yeah. I would, you know, put him opposite of Khalil Mack. I'm kind just of trying saying, to create a two-headed monster there. You know, I'm cool. I'm cool with going Quiddy Pay here for the Bears. I'm just saying, don't discount a possible quarterback here just because of the Mitch Trubisky failure. No, I think that that's tr- true as well. And not only the Mitch Trubisky failure to not discount a quarterback here, but the lack of faith in, in Andy Dalton. I mean, yeah. that's not somebody that's really going to you know, rev your engine if you're... That's why I'm saying I think that could be a possible landing spot for Jones if he you know falls that far, even Fields or whoever the odd man out quarterback is. Are we cool with Quiddy Pay? I'm cool with that, yeah. yeah. All right, the Indianapolis Colts picking at number 21. They got T.Y. Hilton back, so that's Mm -hmm. a big move in the right direction for a wide receiver room is concerned. They're not going to take a running back, so no worries there. They have a good inside linebacker, so Jamin Davis from Kentucky really isn't a threat to go there as well. I I, I don't know what you do at this point. They need tackle help. Yeah, I think they need some. You go Samuel Cosme here? Sure. Yeah, maybe. I go Cosme. We'll speed things up a little bit, too, uh, as we get to the later round. So they'll go tackle at Cosme. Titans picking at number 22 overall. I could see them taking Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. They just lost uh, a big wide receiver to free agency to the New York Jets with A.J. Brown. So I, I think you make the right move and bring in Rashad Bateman there and replace right. Brown. Yeah. Uh, opposite of Corey. Yeah. Or was it Corey Davis? It was Corey Davis. Corey Davis goes lost, to but the still Jets. give. I mean, give Corey Davis Brown was good. Yeah. Guy yeah. Yeah. Like Corey Davis. And I would take Rashad yeah. Bateman. New York Jets picking at number 23 overall. Their second pick of the first round. They took Zach Wilson. I think what better to pair Zach Wilson with than Elijah Vera Tucker, the guard. Yeah. Just take a quarterback with number two and then take a guard, number 23. Help the protection there. We cool with that, Kellen. Mm-hmm. All right, Kellen, make the pick. Vera Tucker. Now we're at the Pittsburgh Steelers, boys. Number this twenty-four. Is... Mac Jones is still on the board <laughs> for the taking. This is ATN or Williams. This is this is big. What you guys? This is what you guys prefer. I think I they're take both it. there. I take ETN. 
if he's there, I think he's probably he's probably the safer bet. But I don't think you go wrong with either guy. Like, no, I don't think you go wrong either. I'm cool with either one, but it's just I've spent so much time hearing Dale talk up Javante Williams that I'm starting to drink the Kool Aid, get drunk off that Kool Aid, if you will. So, but I'm cool with going ATN here because it's nothing against ATN. It's just that Javante Williams is more on the radar now than he was before. All right, we're going ATN. DTN, the Jags yeah. now at number 25. I kind of like Creed Humphrey here. You know, maybe you get a Trevor Lawrence and then you get his center for the next 10 years too in the same draft. That could be a little poetic. Uh, but I actually think they go Jamin Davis from Kentucky. I, think I was going to say their defense, their defense yeah, has completely fallen. Yeah, so I would go linebacker. Okay. Inside linebacker there, Jamin Davis. Our good friends, the Cleveland Browns, now on the clock at number six, do you go Joseph Osai from I was Texas say, and pair him with Miles Garrett on the other side? Ooh, I was going to say, especially after losing the J.J. Watt sweepstakes, I think they may be hungry for a little to, edge. Yeah. And, and to get a little attention off of uh, Miles Garrett, especially with Olivier Vernon not coming back on the team. So I go Osai there, edge rush help for the Browns. The Baltimoreans at number 27 – could use a wide receiver. Unfortunately, Terrace Marshall Jr. is the next one on the board from LSU, and he's not slated to be picked in till the second round. But this is actually a spot that I see the Ravens taking a reach on and taking Terrace Marshall anyway mm. in the first round. And they have to take a wide receiver, I think. I right. think they're set on that. They don't need corners. I think their line is fine, although I could see them taking a tackle maybe. Uh, they don't need the safety. They Trevor need a little edge help, TCU. though. Could use some help at the edge rushing position, so maybe Jason Owe out of Penn State. Yeah, and he absurd. He really impressed with his uh, with his combine, his forty or not combine, but you know what I mean, his pro day. Would he run like a four five forty or something like that as an edge yeah. guy? It's unbelievable. Do you want to go him? I, I think they need a wide receiver more than they need I an think edge they rusher. I think they're looking at the wide receiver position the same way the Steelers are looking at the running back position. They take the best guy yeah. there no matter what. Right. Yeah, yeah. So they're going to reach. They're going to take Terrace Marshall out of LSU. The New Orleans Saints now on the clock. They've got a great defense. Really a great offense, too. It's just You guys a big are letting Caleb mark. Farley fall a lot. Do you think the Saints snatch him up, even though they have a, a solid number one in Marshawn Lattimore at the defensive back position? I mean, what have we been talking about all day long, pairing one pairing guy with another? Up. Yeah. And if Caleb Farley is falling this far, then yeah, I think they probably snatch that up. So the Saints go defense, take okay. corner. Caleb Farley, the Packers, hopefully they don't take Mac Jones with the number 29 <laughs> overall pick. Uh, I could see them... Taking Zavin Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa, although they had a pretty solid defense uh, last year. There's just not a lot of I was skill say position Tevin players. Jenkins. Yeah, they might need some tackle help from OK State. What about Creed Humphrey? They just lost their longtime starting center in Lindsley. It's true. Yeah. I think actually I'd go Creed Humphrey. I mean, he's still sitting there at, at 29. I would go Humphrey over the tackle. I think they're fine at tackle. Bakhtiari's still got a ton left in the tank. I know there's two tackles on the team, but still. Are we going Creed Humphrey? I'd go Creed Humphrey there. The Packers take a center for Aaron Rodgers. The Buffalo Bills, edge rusher, Jason Owe. I feel like the Bills could use with getting a little bit more pressure to the quarterback. I think that that's something that's definitely on their radar. So I would take Owe for Buffalo. Okay. Out of Penn State. I know Kellen likes that. Two Penn Penn Staters. In the first round. First round. Kansas City Chiefs, the defending AFC 
champions. I think they take Tevin Jenkins here. You know, they let their two starting tackles walk in the offseason. I see Tevin Jenkins landing in Kansas City. You have to go Jenkins. And I see them having him be the starter right away. Finally, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the Super Bowl champions, don't really need much because they're resigning everybody under the (laughs) sun. So what do you do here? Do you take the best edge rusher and Gregory Rousseau available? Do you take Mac Jones as potentially the next no. guy behind Tom Brady? I I don't honestly have any inkling where they would go at this point. I think they mm. would just close their eyes and, and shoot an, an arrow at a board and hope. Let's I would see. say Zaven Collins, Gregory Russo. That's about all. You know I what? I would go Zaven Collins, and then you could maybe have a nice one-two punch for a long time with him and Devin White in the yeah. middle of that. Defense. Yeah. So I'd go Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins. Okay. From I mean, Tulsa. their D line's getting a little bit older, so that's why I threw out Rousseau's name there. But either of those guys makes sense. All We're- right, boys. Well, there it is. That's the first round of the NFL draft. No need to watch on April 29th because we already know every single pick exactly <laughs> how it will happen. Uh, and by the way, if you want to listen to this episode again after April 29th and laugh at how wrong we were. Feel free to. You can always listen to all of our episodes of Steelers Standard on Steelers.com or Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. On the next episode, though, we're going to play a little game of over-under as we look at the totals in wins by set by Vegas for teams around the NFL. Debate whether or not we think they'll go over or under. So make sure you tune into that. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun for Jacob Recht and Kellen Gursky. I'm Tom Opperman. We will talk to you on the next episode of Steelers Standard.